Welcome back. We've got a lot to do today. Happy Tuesday, April 13th. If you didn't tune in in the last hour, uh, then uh, happy Tuesday for the first time for me now. And uh, well, we're talking a lot about Minneapolis and all the uh, all the fallout uh, coming from there. Who Who knew there would be a cop shooting story this prominent out of Minneapolis uh, while the George Floyd trial is going on, the uh, Derek Chauvin trial is going on, uh, had a lot to say about it in the last hour. And um, listen, uh, <laughs> where can I where, where to begin? Um, let, let, let me begin by taking a call and returning to this in a moment, because this may touch on it. But Jeff is in Phoenix. Hello, Jeff. Hey, Seth. How's it going? I'm well, sir. How are you? Great. Hey, uh, I just wanted to, something I want to talk about. I didn't get a chance when I called in the other day, but um, I don't know. You, we were talking about this earlier. Um, you talked about the um, Delta and all the things with Major League Baseball, blah, blah, blah all these corporations and how they're uh, inter- deciding to interject themselves into politics. Uh, have you heard of Greater Phoenix Leadership? Yes. Okay. So they are an organization that uh, has all these businesses that are associated with them. And they sent a letter out to uh, one of our state senators, Michelle Eugenti Rita, and uh, it was published in the. There was an article about it published in the Arizona Daily Independent. And um, so you can go on to greaterphoenixleadership.com or .org. Yeah, it's probably .org because it is a nonprofit. And uh, see what they're doing on there, and you can see their letter on there. Basically, it says disenfranchising voters is not. Uh, fix, fixing election fraud or election something I don't I'm not I don't have it in front of me right here but something to that effect and my thing was so I started calling all these business leaders because they all put their name on there with their business just like the Bill Bidwell or um, Michael Bidwell with the Arizona Cardinals and uh, one I'll name that I called was uh, Bob Delgado from the Hensley's Brewing uh, company and they brew beer and sell beer, which Cindy McCain's uh, father started. Anyway, I called them, and I did get his executive assistant, and I asked her some questions. First of all, did he read the bill, all three bills that he says he's against? Uh, I got no response there, and I've still got no call back. Uh, this was five days ago at least. Um, but my question is, wouldn't you think if they're putting their name on there with their business name like Hensley's Brewing – do you think that those Bob Delgado went out and asked the employees there how they felt about these? Because election laws are up to legislatures, up to the people we put out there, and then they're debated and they're voted on and pass or fail and things like that. Wouldn't you think you'd tell your employees how you felt and you were going to become a political organization all of a sudden? And this is how you're going to – I mean, don't you think disenfranchising people, thats you're disenfranchising your actual employees? You're making them, everybody that's in Hensley's now represents what Bob Delgado believes. I'm looking, I'm looking at health. the, I'm looking at the GPL letter. Uh, I'll quote, I'll quote a choice line for you or for the audience. The onslaught of voter suppression measures that have been introduced or entertained this session has been alarming. And you're right. They mentioned three particular pieces of legislation that, um, you know, I'm just, you, you look at who signed on to this letter and um, I'm just going to guess that uh, I'm just going to guess that um, some of these owners 
and names that everyone knows, uh, did not read those letters, uh, did not read those pieces of legislation. But it's all quite uh, – what you're doing is good work, Jeff, and I, I appreciate you staying well, uh, and, up and on this with the corporations would, and updating on this. Here's what I would ask yeah. everyone to do. Yeah. When you go to one of these businesses, look them up. Look and see which ones – tell them. Do you have a particular person of a political political belief that you want to shop or buy your product? And if so, why don't you put that right on your website? They why might as well, right, right? They might as well. They might just as well. Why don't you put well. that right on your beer? Because I've yet to see Cindy McCain or Bob Delgado out on the corner trying to help alcoholics. But then I see them talking about voter integrity. I mean, these people are so hypocritical and so pious and pompous and whatever name you want to call them, it's, it's unbelievable now. I'm sick of these people telling me how they think I should live my life when they don't live like they vote. Well, let me, let me, let me, like- let me take it a step further, Jeff. Let me, let, me, let me just get your Irish up a bit, strong, a, a bit higher here um, because today it's about election reform laws and three pieces of legislation that the uh, state Senate has proposed to tighten up our election reform laws. None, none of which have anything to do with disenfranchisement, and I would make the argument that each and every one of them strengthens enfranchisement because it strengthens the power of the one-man-one-vote principle when you have certainty as to who's voting and you don't dilute that vote with people who are not eligible, eligible to vote. Doesn't that just make perfect economic sense? You don't dilute someone's vote by uh, watering it down and putting it on an equal par with someone who's ineligible to vote. That's all these laws are trying to do. And the corporations that you're mentioning, and this is happening all over the country, uh, never mind the GPL, uh, there was a story the other day of uh, 100 major corporations meeting on a Zoom conference call to, uh, to to address restrictive voting laws across the country. And we're talking not just local corporations, we're talking, you know, the biggest corporations in America you can think of. Um, including sports teams, uh, airlines, uh, including uh, food and entertainment companies, law firms, GM, that kind of stuff. They, 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 they were all on these calls. This is GPL is just a, a smaller subset of what's going on nationally. And 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 what's frightening to me is voter laws are. Um, how do I put this? They're important. Um, they're sacrosanct. They have not been treated as such from my perspective by the left for many years, which has allowed for so much of the uh, concern over fraud that we now have, if not irregularities, then fraud. So it's, it's an interesting thing that, that these companies are now pushing up against a series of laws that by and large, Jeff, you and I are not going to have – Uh, A bunch of laws that by and large aren't going to have a direct impact on your and my life. Outcome of an election obviously would be um, a different consideration. But when you pass election reform laws, by and large, how is it going to affect your and my life, Jeff? Every two years, maybe a little something different, uh, maybe a different way to validate a signature, maybe a different way to um, a different way to notify uh, the the uh, the county recorder that you want an, a, a ballot a, a very very little bit. What happens now when these legislatures start engaging 
in much more consequential pieces of legislation that does affect our everyday life. What happens when state legislatures may start to, oh, I don't know, engage in um, legislation to prevent uh, Facebook and Twitter social media companies from operating in the state if they are going to uh, engage in viewpoint discrimination? What will then happen with these 100 companies or these GPLs forcing the legislature or threatening the legislature with boycotts in the name of racism or anti-racism? What happens when the legislature decides to pass a ban on or some kind of clarification on laws having to do with uh, uh, affirmative action or, let's say, uh, welfare, both of which sometimes proportionally, sometimes disproportionately affect uh, communities of color or minority communities. What happens when the let's just, this is stuff that would touch us every day or policing? What happens if, uh, you know, you get a dunderhead like um, the mayor today said not every cop has to be armed when he pulls a police when he pulls uh, a car over? What kind of nonsense that that is? But what 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 if you get these kinds of laws and you get these corporations united in their liberal ideology and their left wing ideology united? In putting out these public statements saying that your legislature does this, we're going to hold your state hostage. We're either not going to participate in your state. We're going to boycott your state. We're not going to put funds into supporting major uh, major athletic events in your state, uh, concerts. Um, you know, what if they decided to start treating states the way most countries treated South Africa? Uh, uh, in the in the in the in the in the early to mid eighties, they can they can do it on any number of things, uh, Jeff, and I, I bet they will. And the notion, the notion that they care about fifty percent of their consumers or the fifty percent of the consumers that don't agree with their political ideology, I don't think they care anymore. I don't think they care anymore. I think they are fine to have some of their companies be loss leaders. So long as they can stand up and say, we are the wokest of the woke. I honestly believe that. I really do. It's happened to other companies. You think CNN cares about its bottom line? If it did, it wouldn't be CNN. More to come. Thanks, Jeff. Portions of the show are brought to you by my good friend, Solar Sandy, the woman who brought integrity back to solar in Arizona. That's one major difference between Solar Sandy and other solar companies. The other big difference is that she actually figured out how to truly zero out your power bill. It's so important when going solar, you do it the right way. Solar Sandy is the right way. She has the formula. She wants to put more of your hard-earned money back into your pocket. When you go solar, Solar Sandy will pay 12 months of your solar payments and any portion of your power bill for the first 12 months. And the first 50 families that sign on with her will receive a $1,000 signing bonus. That's right. No solar panel payment, no power bill for 12 months, and a $1,000 bonus at signing. There's no better time to go solar with Solar Sandy than right now. Go to AskSolarSandy.com. That's Ask. SolarSandy.com. Larry in Phoenix. Hi. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Hey, not bad. Weather's beautiful and, you know, we're trying to hold on to spring as long as possible. It's been way too long since you've called in. 
Yes, it has. Sorry. Those but who are tardy do not get fruit. Those who are tar- approaching that. Those who are very t- sad after. Those who are tardy retired. do not get fruit cup. <laughs> I'm sorry. Those who are tardy do not get fruit cup. That's a uh, famous line, maybe not as famous as I want it to be, from Cloris Leachman in Mel Brooks's movie High Anxiety. I think fruit cups. Um, long after my time. Yeah. Go, kill that radio for me if you don't mind there, Larry. It's easier to hear you. Eight in the private dining room. Are you there? I am there. All right, brother. What's up? And I heard the fruit cup. Yeah. Well, I was listening to the uh, previous caller who's done great work, okay? And it's something that needs to be done to point out who believes they're signing on to something that they support uh, simply because they belong to a group and, you know, that gets them in that they're, you know, they're associated with these things. So it gives them credibility. However, they may or may not understand what they're getting into. But at the same time, uh, the last caller is only one person. And we need, we need in this, in this, especially in this arena, in my opinion, uh, a way to get them to understand. And when those hundred companies or however many companies belong to these groups, they need to understand that there is a price to pay. If they want to pay it, that's fine. That's their choice. They are, you know, a private company and they may want to do it. But when they come out with lists like this, like Delta, and you saw all the, you know, the, their logo, okay, what needs to come from an organized group and an organization that supports common sense is a list of alternatives. In other words, you don't have to drink Hensley's beer. There are other beers out there, and it is no different than what people did when they began to not support the National Football League. They just turned it off, and they lost 20 to 25% of their support. And they have felt it, and it's more. And you know, I'm one of those people. Uh, I'm a huge sports man. I watch no major league sports. I will not support them. Yeah, my my producer Bill is the same way. My my producer Bill, he probably actually knows more about sports than any sports radio host. He knows more. Bill is a walking encyclopedia of sports. He really is. He loves sports, and it, and they killed. They they committed suicide for him. He he will not touch yeah. it. He will not watch it. He will not. Um, engage in it. He threw away every piece of Nike clothing that he owned. I mean, my guy Bill here, he's he's your last American, or your first. How's this? I support him very much, yeah. and at the same time, I will bet he will also, if someone wishes to engage on why he did what he did, he will give them a very common sense discussion and reason why. Oh, yeah. And more more finish, calmly than I would. once you finish listening, yeah. there you go. I'm sure, well, because because he believes in it. He's, mm-hmm. It's internal yep. in you, and it's, it's his DNA. Yep. Because, and when he does it, the person thinks about what he said and maybe what their position might be. I, I believe so. that he has been successful in getting some people to nod up and down. Yeah, and I would hope so. I think- I, I'd like to think so. And, you know, so this question of boycotts is an interesting one because 
we haven't done too well on our side with them in the past. You know, we haven't been typically conservatives don't like the idea of boycotts. I think that's changed now. I think we now understand that they can be a useful tool that we should we should adopt. And I do think, you know, what would it look like to Coca-Cola to lose 50 percent market share or 30 percent? What would it look like for I would love it. I would love it if by the end of the year, Coca-Cola lost something like 40 percent of its market share and you saw a commensurate equal rise of competitors purchasing about by about 40 percent. I would love it. I would love to see that. I don't know if we as a movement can do it. We've got to try. Is Dr. Pepper a Coke or a Pepsi product? It's neither. I think it's uh, owned by ah. someone else. Okay. I See, this is anyway. a, but this is how it starts, Larry. You're thinking special pleading. How am I going to get over my craving of Dr. Pepper, right? I guess I'll drink This Mr. is Pepper. how it starts. I- oh, that's like me saying, oh, Larry. Larry, you are a sunshine patriot. That's like me saying I'm a vegetarian who eats meat. There you go. I got well, you, right buddy. Uh-huh. This is this is why it's so hard for the for, for the <laughs> Hey, I'll start well, drinking Royal I won't Crown give up my Dr. Pepper. <laughs> no. Oh, no. I would. Okay. That's good, just it. Good, as good, much as I can stand good. it. But I believe that we ha- there are people out there and you can dial up X amount of airlines, X amount of potato sure. chip manufacturers, X, and you want to know what? It isn't boycotting you. You made a decision to basically say you're not interested in my business. That's right. So fine, I'll take my business. That's right. It, it's more than that. that, though. Actually, it's more than you're not interested in my business. It's you think I'm a racist. Well, they have that, contempt that is, for you. It's not just that they're blase and cavalier about your dollar. They have contempt for you. Well, and and moreover, you're you're from the thought of what I said. You've now said, hmm, here's an even better way to go at it, and that's what we have to do. It has to be organized, and it has to be, hey, guess what? Coca-Cola uh, decided to do this in our state, threatened to do X. Great. You threatened to do it. That's fine. We're not threatening. We're just making a choice as you made a choice. Yep. And as they say, choices have consequences. Yep. 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 Choices. Right cho- now? I, I, look, I think choices have consequences, and I think to um, govern is to choose, and I think uh, Republican governors, and if there are any fair-minded Democratic governors and legislatures throughout the country, legislators throughout the country, tell them they're not going to be bullied. You know, we represent the people of this state. We don't represent companies. The left used to have a bumper sticker, people, not profits. I'd like to put that bumper sticker all over the NBA with a picture of China. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. Let me make sure Larry got everything out he wanted to. Larry, are you still with us? Uh, yes, I am. However, the last thing I, I wanted to pass on is, you know, we're talking about the ownership or the, the company itself. Yeah. But there are also the stockholders. Yep. And, uh, you know, they do have a voice every year, and they, they need to be 
It would be great for some organization, and maybe there already exists. I'll look around. Maybe it's the Philanthropy Roundtable or something. That needs to reach out, do a better job of reaching out. You know, we all get these pieces of mail, I think, on on stock voting options, and 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 um, and we, um, I think, also mostly throw them away. It would be a good thing for an organization to instruct Americans and have a web portal or website on how to exercise your voting shares right when it comes to these woke corporations. That would be a good project. Corporate, uh, I don't know what you would call it. Uh, um, uh, the corporate balance project, or the making a corporations American again project, or something like that. Harsha is in Phoenix. Hello, Harsha. Hi. Uh, I have a couple of ideas. I think uh, one thing is what we need to do. I know we have we have to do these changes by changes in Congress, and Congress has to make the changes, okay? I don't think it's right that the Democrats have such a slim majority in Congress, and they can do whatever they want. That's not right. We need to have a higher uh, percentage, so to speak, of what the majority needs to have to put their programs in effect. In other words, ten votes in Congress difference between Democrats and Republicans, that's too small. It should be a minimum of, say, 30 or 40 or 50 difference, okay, between Democrats and Republicans. That's one idea. Uh, the second idea is that since we are at such uh, antagonistic positions, and neither side really wants to give up, okay? What we need to do is give the radical right and left what they want, and in that way, disarm them, okay? Because the, the our side, so to speak, which I, you know, I'm a Republican, our side wants to uh, maintain our position. Okay, and the Democrats, they want in society in general, the Democratic side, the radical side, wants to have their position. What would you give them that they want? When you say give them what they want, what would you give them? All right. What now this would require (laughs) kind of a radical move by uh, the people who want police, et cetera. Okay, none of this defunding police baloney. Okay. I'm going to ask you one one question. Are there any countries in the world that have police who are not armed with deadly weapons? Yeah, probably. I don't know. I don't know. In England, do they have... I don't know. I don't don't know. It's a good question. In England, are they armed? What? Are they armed in England? I don't know. I'm not sure. But, so, by said, by said... Uh, the radical move that we would make is that we unarm the police. But unarm the police with their uh, deadly weapons. But we give them, make sure they have second level, where you can't kill somebody, okay, for a while, 
And that would require some very brave policemen, okay, and willing to put their lives on the line because they're already getting. There are evidently five countries. I was just looking this up while you were explaining it, Harsha. There are evidently five countries where officers are unarmed on patrol. Britain, Ireland, Norway, Iceland, and New Zealand. I'll, I'll, I'll let you come back on the other side. I just want to make the point that uh, none of those strikes me as a country from which the United States needs to take moral or political instruction from. I just, I just, I just, I, 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 we're not Iceland. We're just not. Um, and it's, it's, it's an entirely different kind of population. I would no more ask police to go into their line of duty unarmed than I would ask soldiers to go into war unarmed. I just can't do it. I, it's a sacrifice on top of a sacrifice, on top of a sacrifice. I think they sacrifice too much already, but you tell me when we come back. You can flesh it out for me. We'll be right back. Portions of the show are brought to you by our newest endorser, Trades Unlimited. Great company. Gosh, I've met Susan and the team. They really are fantastic people. Really good guys. You're going to like them as much as I did. They want me to tell you about uh, foam roofs here in the Valley as a great option for many homes and that Trades Unlimited is expert at foam roofing. Not only do foam roofs help insulate from extreme Arizona heat, which is not only on the way, but here, just beginning, they also help insulate your home from exterior noises and most importantly, they protect your house from water leaks. As I mentioned, I'd had the privilege to go down to their offices and warehouse and meet Susan and the team. They're just great people, and I am so impressed, not only the quality of their craftsmanship, but the quality of the people they hire. They were founded, Trades Unlimited, 26 years ago and have an A-plus rating at the BBB. And as I said, after meeting them, I know why. Quality and service is what you'll come to know with Trades Unlimited. It's hot here in Phoenix. We all know that. What you may want to know is that hot summer sun is perfect for foam recoats. Protect your roof before the foam beneath the coating gets compromised. Don't wait until it's too late. Call my friends over at Trades Unlimited, 480-483-1775. That's 480-483-1775. Or find them online at tradesunlimited.com. Let's see. Harsha, sorry. Uh, Thank you for your patience, sir. Go right ahead. Okay, thank you. Uh, I'm just going to give you, give you a, a short uh, history. I was a conscientious objector during the Vietnam War. Almost the whole time, I carried an M16 that didn't work. But I had, you know, like 70 other guys with M16, so they protected me. But I did carry ammunition in case somebody else needed it. All right? The other point is, when I, I was scared to death when I went, was going to Vietnam, and for 22 years, I used to bite my fingernails. The day I landed in Vietnam, I stopped biting my fingernails. It took a shock for me to stop that. So, in that way, oh, I, I think we yeah. need to shock, mm-hmm. shock the Democrats and these radical people with radical moves on our side. And see what happens. Just do it in a small area. Just take a one city and see what happens and see who kills whom and for what reason. 
Unfortunately, okay. unfortunately, I, I mean, I, I like the I, I like the gist of the sentiment of the sentiment. Unfortunately, however, uh, we have done some of this, and the results uh, are 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 in. St. Louis uh, hit a fifty-year uh, homicide uh, 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 record last year. Um, so did Philadelphia. Uh, so did um, so 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 did. Uh, other, 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 other major cities, uh, from uh, St. Louis to New York to Los Angeles to New Orleans. I think I said St. Louis, but Los Angeles, Houston, New Orleans, Minneapolis, fifty-year, thirty-year homicide rates over the last year as they cut police forces and defunded their police. Those results are unfortunately already in. The question is, who cares about it, and who reports on it? Uh, the question is. How many of our fellow citizens are we willing to sacrifice to make that political point? Because we still are all Americans here. And sometimes, sometimes, you know, you save someone despite their fighting you. You think about what lifeguards do with people drowning, right? They know that the drowning person is probably going to fight them. You save them anyway. You save them anyway. All right. Where am I going to next? Smitty. Smitty, how are you, buddy? Excellent. Glad to speak with you. Thank you. Um, I want to talk about the police shootings. I think there's a commonality amongst nearly all of them. And it's not the race of the victim or the race of the police officer. It's that the victim is resisting arrest. Yeah, we have a resisting arrest problem, not a cops shooting blacks problem in this country. Absolutely. absolutely. And, and, you know, in in the shootings where the white or black officer is shooting a white person, same problem, resisting arrest. And the message isn't clear that, and, and remember, we're not talking about, well, two blocks away he decided to flee. We're talking about they're right next to each other. They're holding the police officer is holding the the perpetrator's arms, and all of a sudden it goes. What's the word? Mahula crazy. On what now? It's impossible after the fact to get in the police officer's head at that moment in time where let's say the person has a warrant out for aggravated assault or domestic violence or. Is there a weapon in the car? But we do know this. Once it goes awry and he's resisting arrest, that police officer begins to be in fear for his life. Of course. Or her life. You bet. You bet. And that that message is not conveyed. No, the, the message thing, that's conveyed is a far more dangerous one, I think. Correct. The, the message correct. that is conveyed is that the police are your enemy and that there is a good chance they will kill you or try to. Now, if you beat that message into a young person's brain for uh, 15, 20 years, what do you think they're going to do uh, when confronted by the police? Well, that, that's one thing. And the other thing I think is, it's a big thing. I, I think it's a big thing. Well, it is. But these are, this is what, these are the cards that were dealt. So how are we going to deal with it today? So today we need to deal with the message that following directions – is is the best path to a peaceful resolution 
And when you resist arrest, you have assumed the risk that you will die, period. And, and there's a yeah, lot, but that's the know, secondary that, message to my primary message. I, your message only works if my message works. You have got to stop the noise in these well, kids' heads that the police are their enemy. Because if you tell them the police are your enemy and you need to listen to them, they're not going to do the listening to them part. I, I, I agree with you. But the, both, they're both messages, yeah. yes, I agree with you. The other thing is this. Right, wrong, or indifferent, there is no justification for the rioting and the looting. And just whether or not the cop is innocent or guilty or did make a mistake or it was rightful, wrongful, accidental, doesn't give you the right to go into a liquor store and lift two cases of scotch. Has nothing to do. Right. uh, Right. Whatever. Right. These people who tell us they believe in social justice have no concept of the first point of justice which is a proportionate right. or justiciable, justifiable response. How does stealing so a bottle is, of scotch repair, repent, or redress the innocent life, arguably allegedly innocent life that was taken? Yeah, yeah, you're right. They don't understand my, the first thing about justice. And my disappointment is that the property owners are not standing ground and fighting back in their shops with shotguns filled with salt or shotguns filled with buckshot, and the first guy that walks in gets a blast, and that's the end. I hope every shop owner, the kind of what you describe, along with every restaurateur who had their business shunted or taken away from them or stinted against their and their customers' will, if every one of them votes Republican, will save this republic. Welcome back to the Seth Leapson Show. Rob is in Mesa. Hello, Rob. Hi, Seth. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? Uh, walking with faith every day. Good, sir. Hey, I love I, that. Great answer. I got this. Uh, my my dog's name's Faith. I got this idea to serialize ballots because you get reports that uh, Philadelphia couldn't even tell you how many ballots they printed out. Uh, repeat that again for me, Rob. I, uh, you cut out and I missed something. I apologize. I'm sorry. Uh, serialized ballots. Yes. Philly, Philadelphia precincts couldn't even tell you how many they printed out. Okay. So I'm thinking if you serialize the ballots along with the voter ID, that gets all the fraud out. Based almost. The second thing is I gave up basketball when San Antonio cheated against the Suns years ago. Never missed it a bit. I gave up football when the Colin Kaepernick thing and the NFL went the wrong way on that. And that I didn't miss a thing. This year, Last year I had to give up baseball because baseball has always been the savior of this country. Through thick and thin, baseball has always been there until last year. And this year they cemented it for me by moving the All-Star game. And I tell you what, I sent all my Diamondback stuff down to the stadium. Good, excellent, excellent, excellent. Rob, what um, what uh, what do you plan to do with regard to things outside of athletics? Do you plan to boycott Coke, Delta Airlines, things like that? 
you know, I, I, I don't I don't plan on doing that uh, consciously. I plan on avoiding those things. I'm in the middle of kind of a lifestyle uh, revival, if you will. Mm-hmm. I'm looking towards uh, homemade breads, homemade stuff, water, uh, getting away from all the commercial packaged foods and all that garbage mm-hmm. as much as I can anyway. So my so far, I'm not missing any of that stuff. I like it, Rob. Um, I like it. Thank you very much, uh, sir. These people want our money, yet they they want to call us names in a roundabout way and accuse us of stuff in a roundabout way. They can take their their doctorates, they can take their masters, they can take their college education. Educated does not equal smart. Agreed with that too. Agreed with that too, Rob. We have educated and smart coming right up with the Hallmans in studio. We'll talk COVID and politics and philosophy and. It'll be great. You can call in too, 602-508-0960.